0: Watch Transform. <laughs> Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast
1: Joe. I'm Paul. That is correct. <laughs> Today is episode 33 of Transformers Cybertron. It is darkness. This episode was written by Kazuhisha Sakaguchi. And the last time on Transformers Cybertron, the Autobots set their sights on planet Gigantian after Jolt had far too much screen time. Oh, and yeah. in this episode, Megatron actually remembers that he dies and wonders if, or died and wonders if he's a ghost. Yeah, he just comes to life from last
0: time, I guess. He's just floating there and Scattershot wants to blast him one, but Override convinces him, convinces Scattershot to come with her to take a look and some of the other Autobots head off to get a closer look too. But then Safeguard pipes up on Vector Prime's arms like beep, 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 because he's lost contact with the other Minicons and the kids, so Optimus sends Vector Prime off to check on that.
1: And then we cut over to Ransack, who is pleading with Crumple Zone to not die. He's like, come on, fight, buddy! And Megatron starts like floating towards them. I don't know why this happens, but they take the time to show a scrap metal like crawling over a little wall or something and trying to... it shoots at Megatron, and then, like, which does nothing. It just kind of well, goes no. through him with ripples, and then it jumps well, at
0: him. Yeah, and it
1: just kind of clings onto him, so I guess he is
0: solid, like, he is there, but yeah, the thing can't do a damn thing. It's like when you're much later in the game, and like, Skyrim followed or something, and some enemy from the very first of the game still insists on attacking, it's like, you just fuck <laughs> off. That. You're just annoying at this point. But yeah, uh, Megatron turns around, like, at least to see what this thing is. When it lands on him, the darkness that's surrounding Megatron...
1: Surrounds the scrap metal thing, and then it just fades away. Yeah, he like dissolves into nothingness. And then, because there are no rules to this new form, apparently Megatron moves towards Crumple Zone and Ransack, and Rant or uh, Crumple Zone gets engulfed in this black mist. And suddenly, he's like a brand new kit. It's oh. right.
2: It's a brand new toy. It's a brand new Transformer. It's Crumple Zone.
1: Crumple Zone's not a new
0: character. no
2: nope. A new toy, which means I've gotta burst in here and interrupt your stupid little show so I can get the bonus!
0: What exactly is the bonus? Yeah, you reference it constantly, but never say what it is.
2: That doesn't matter! What matters is that you two buy this brand new toy so I can get the bonus!
1: Okay, anyway, uh, Crumple Zone's got a new form, but it it did catch me off guard, or surprise me a little, I guess, that he's kept his old name. They usually get a new name. Yeah, especially when they get a
0: new paint job, too. And plus, he is... He looks a little bit different. Like, he has new guns, new kibble, I guess you would call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, his feet look bigger. I honestly, like, Crumple Zone's not a character I paid that much attention to that I can tell you if he looks different. All I remember him from is when he's, like, flattened with tire treads all over him. But he (laughs) insists to ransack. He's feeling great.
0: I did like when Megatron's resurrected him, though, where Ransack's just, like, freaking out. He's like, oh, the horror! Oh, I can't watch! Oh, that must have hurt! Oh, the humanity (laughs) of it all!
1: It's really funny. So, when this happens and Crumple Zone becomes, like, new, Megatron starts to figure that he, like, that the the armor of Unicron or whatever powered him up enough and made him more—I don't know what he figures out, but he figures out he's more powerful.
0: Yeah, like, the armor of Unicron brought him back to life, and by the Autobots destroying him, that made him more powerful. Well, uh, okay. Oh, g- okay, that means they can never destroy him?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's again, like I said, the rules, there are no rules. Um, but yep, let me explain what, to you the rules, there are none. <laughs> but then what happens is Crumple Zone convinces Ransack to go attack Override and Hotshot, who have, like, gotten closer to spy on what's happening here. So he keys. they approach them, he taunts them a bit, but then he cyberkeys and has these new bazookas, and yeah,
0: he, he fires...
1: And he fires at them and just blows them, fucking sends their ass seaworthy. Yeah, but it's
0: override and hotshot. Like you said, she left with scattershot. Like, what happened to him? But yeah, either way, he's here. But yeah, Crumple Zone blasts him. Grants, I thinks that was awesome. But Crumple Zone's just getting warmed up. And there's a quick bit of Optimus fighting Scourge and Megatron wondering if the Autobots think they can defeat a ghost. And then we go to Vector Prime. He's back at the base. And he checks the security cameras to see what happened to the kids. And it's just... The exact footage from the end of the last episode, like not even from a different angle, like a security camera would be
1: ignoring the fact that, you know, they're, it's a show on a budget. So they're just they're not going to reanimate everything. Movies do this all the time. It always cheeses me off where it's like, oh, we have footage of this thing. And it's like, that's the thing I saw last episode. You're breaking the fourth wall. But even in this replay, when I got to see it a second time, I still don't entirely know what happens like <laughs> uh, sideways teleports away but then leaves this like purple black cloud that the kids jump into and it's like there's no footage of him just appearing in the place like wouldn't you think that
0: would have set off some alarms or something but you yeah. would think either uh, way anyway. vector prime uh, calls optimus let him know what happens and optimus tells scorch to like piss off for a minute because he's still fighting scorch there's more things to worry about and vector prime calls scattershot and red alert back to the sky dome to give him a hand with something and Meanwhile the Autobots are just blasting away to absolutely no effect on Megatron.
1: Yeah, there's a little bit where uh Crumplezone is uh, racing. I'm gonna I'm saying race with quotes. They're driving around, but he takes out override. Um, and then there's kind of a neat attack here where Thundercracker's fighting Jetfire and he, he like spins like a top. I forget what series, I think it was in Armada when like Hotshot teamed up with somebody and they spun around. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's do our
1: move. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, our it. Move. yeah. Um, they said it was like Top Man and Mega Man 3. <laughs> But but he does that and just sends out this rain of laser fire. One of them hits jet fire. But I thought that, like, it should have hit everybody. Well, yeah, because he said he's been
0: working on a new trick. But, yeah, that's his new trick, and it actually really works.
1: But then we go to uh, Leo Breaker, where all the Autobots who are, have realized, like, it's pointless to fire at Megatron. And Leo Breaker's like, I forget who says, don't do anything stupid. And he's like, do you know who you're talking to? Of course we're going to do something stupid. He that. runs off and does something stupid.
0: Yeah, he transforms and confronts Megatron. And then Smarrell's like... Um, uh, make sure you use your cyber keys. Like, Yeah, yeah I'm getting to that, but don't worry. <laughs> so what he does and he pounces at Megatron and it doesn't do anything at first, but then he gets blown back and when the smoke clears, the darkness that was surrounding Megatron is gone, but no, it's not. It's right there and it swirls up and surrounds Leo Breaker and... He manages to jump back out, but it kind of keeps swirling and starts
1: taking shape. And like when that I think cleared... we missed a commercial break in there. There was a commercial break in there somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, the 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 black cloud dissipates or fog or whatever it is and there's it's a- It's okay. right.
2: It's a brand new toy. It's a brand new transformer. It's Nemesis Breaker.
1: That name makes no sense.
2: What? Nice you care. I'm selling these things to little kids. They got peanuts for brains.
1: Adults buy transformers too. They do? Yeah, adults
0: are why the Masterpiece line is even a thing. No kid is spending $300 on a Transformer.
2: $300?! I've been selling these things for 30 bucks! Gimme a second! That's right! It's a brand new toy! It's a brand new Transformer! It's Masterpiece Nemesis Breaker! And he can be yours for only $300!
0: That's the same toy, he just drew a mustache in his face.
2: And that makes him an original. A bespoke transformer that you can own for only $400.
1: You just said he was $300.
2: Sold for $300.
1: I'm not paying 300 bucks for that.
2: Fine, I'll just charge you to Jackass's credit card.
1: I really need to cancel that card. You do. Uh, But we have the two lions fight each other for a bit, Leo Breaker and Nemesis Breaker. Um, And then Megatron kind of stops the fight. So he, this is like so unoriginal, dude, get your own ideas, but he combines with Nemesis Breaker to create dark claw mode, which he insists is the ultimate expression of his dark powers. Yeah, and it's, Exactly the same
0: thing as Savage Clombo, except on the other side. They do use different animation, though, to be fair, But it, and even the transformation's a bit different, but it's exactly the same thing.
1: And like you said, it is the other side, which is convenient because they're both going to charge each other in a bit, and this way their punches can hit each other. Um, But when he combines into dark claw mode, he decks Leo Breaker and just sends him flying, uh, which Scourge points out to Optimus. Well,
0: yeah, Optimus finally manages to break away from Scourge and like Jetfire jumps in for him. It's like tag team wrestling kind of thing. And Optimus (laughs) flies over to Megatron and it's very brief, but he flashes green and Wingding, who he was linked. With before when he was fighting Scourge, he disappears from around him. So he just lands just as Optimus in super mode, I guess. And he tells Leo Breaker, it's time to link up.
1: And then we go to the Skydome and the J-Rep back. And <laughs> Red Alert, Scattershot. We're, I just, I love making Skydome jokes. I don't know why, but it's just, it's the height of ha- comedy to me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Red Alert, Scattershot, and Vector Prime. They're trying to track down the kids in the Minicons. And apparently, Scattershot gave Kobe a communicator, which they haven't used up until this point. I don't know why he did, because they were in the Sky Dome and there was communicators anywhere. Whatever. Um, Kobe's not replying, so we go to wherever the kids
0: are. Yeah, and the reason they're not using the communicator is because they're still floating in zero gravity, and so is the communicator, and they just can't get to it, I guess. And then right back on Cybertron, like that was it for the kids. Yeah. I'll take it. Nice. Back on Cybertron or back on Primus, I guess Optimus and Leo breaker link up and it's him against Megatron and Megatron says, let this be their last battlefield. So I guess that's a, star trek reference there and it's kind of fitting actually where they're mirrored if you know that episode yeah, but yeah. uh yeah before they can get to that though crumples and ransack are chasing over right around the corner and hotshot's right behind them and then Crumple Zone smashes one and says
1: he's the new king of speed planet the hotshot shoots the uh, Crumple zone blasts his ass fucking sends him flying and then I've, ransack has a line like long live the king or no he's like you got crowned and then even optimus says all right enough with the comic relief and he <laughs> And those two Cyber Key, and they get their fight on. Yeah, he uses
0: his Cyber Key to power up Leo Breaker, but then Megatron does the exact same thing, and Nemesis Prime's... I have Nemesis Prime. (laughs) Nemesis Breaker's Cyber Key is just a regular jungle planet Cyber Key. Like, I thought it would have been neat if it were all shadowy or mirrored or something, but either way, they both Cyber Key, they both do their glowy, floaty smash attacks, and when their fists, or actually, I guess it's their claws, collide, it's just absolutely
1: ridiculous ridiculous explosion i kind of loved it i really kind of liked how big it was there's a shot with i think it's jetfire and scourge on their little ledge like and you can see it explode in the distance and then it slowly moves at them and like engulfs the whole screen in white and then we go to a shot of primus out in space and you see i mean it's tiny on his shoulder but considering he's a planet you see how massive this explosion would be and of course Everybody's fine. Yeah, because when the smoke clears up, Miss gets up and the Huttabuts are all just
0: standing there looking at them. And, uh, or looking at him, I should say. And Megatron is nowhere to be
1: seen. And Optimus is like, we just got played like a piano. <laughs> but don't worry, Wingding's up in the air and he like right away has tracked Megatron, who's racing with a bunch of other Decepticons, Crumple Zone and them, to the Omega Key lock or whatever and then Optimus oh boy does he ever talk a lot he's got this whole thing (laughs) he's about you look out Megatron because we're on your tail and we're chasing you and I've got a whole team that cares about peace and love and friendship and the Autobot way and saving the universe and cheesy, and we're gonna watch episodes this and then we're gonna do that we're gonna look like shut up
0: Well, we don't need to go back very far for this one. Megatron uses his new trick with Nemesis Breaker to create a distraction so he can get to the Omega Lock. Alright. Why? What's he gonna do with it when he gets to it? Try and make off with it? This thing is fucking huge now! Experiment time! Go down to the hardware store, a real big one, like Home Depot or Blows or something. Buy yourself a crowbar or bring one with you, doesn't matter. And then try and pry the store out of the ground. Yeah, you know what? Never mind the crowbar. You can use whatever you want. Go ahead. Don't worry about what you're gonna do with it if and when you manage to get. Get it out, you can cross that bridge when you come to it. How'd this thing get so damn big? Before it could fit the Transformers hand easily enough, it was that size when they plugged it in at the core of Cybertron, and yes, we've seen Transformers change size dramatically when they transform before, especially G1, Megatron, Soundwave, Astrotrain, but why would the Omega lock change size? It's not a part of Primus, and why would he transform the thing out onto his back? Why not keep it the same size and hidden in his core where it was to begin with? Is it because the last key is fucking huge too? It is on a planet called Gigantian. Actually, that kind of makes sense.
2: Putting the cart before the.
1: Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Dip Pickers podcast show. The episode we just reviewed was Darkness. Paul, where did you find the light? Uh, It's not a Bad episode.
0: What not I at all. really like—it's not necessarily just this episode, but it's, it seems to be progressing—is I really like how Optimus is getting more and more pissed off with all the delays that keep <laughs> happening to him. Like, like the "get off of me" in the last one, and then he tells Scourge, "Like, piss off, man. We got bigger things to worry about." And then he gets annoyed before the last fight. He's like, "All right, enough with the comic relief. We got to do this." Like, Gary Chalk does a really good job of making Optimus sound annoyed.
1: Yeah, he does. this was—I like, agree with you. This wasn't a bad episode by any means. Things happened. Like it did progress a plot. I liked that. Um, I also liked, and I timed it, the kids were on screen for a total of 25 seconds. That's it. (laughs) But at the same time, you miss it. Yeah,
0: that's what I got there.
1: Yeah. They did kind of like um, influence the plot. Transformers or Autobots are doing things because of the kids, but we're not having to listen to the kids tell the Autobots what to do. Um, I know I said it in the episode in the review, but I like that explosion and just the the size and the scale of it. Really like that.
0: Well, yeah, especially when it shows it from like a distance where you see Primus, how big this thing, I mean, he's a planet, right? So this thing would be fucking huge. <laughs> like it's as big as Primus's head. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, kids are blinking, you miss it. But it does kind of question if they're in zero gravity, why is there air where they are? Also, if you look in the background where the kids are, the door in the background kind of looks like the door was like when they were in Atlantis. So I'm wondering, are they on one of the other ships now that's adrift in
1: space? Oh, I wonder maybe okay. looking will come
0: back to that. Would
1: be. Yeah. I mean, it's arguably got to be somewhere in space. They're not on a planet. Um, oh, here's another thing I liked. Jetfire's move. I thought that was a really cool move. Um, I wish it had or more of an impact. On, or, or, yeah, yeah, Thundercracker's move against Jetfire. I wish that it had a bigger impact on the battle as a whole, like it hit all the Autobots, but it was a cool move. Well, yeah, because it, it, otherwise it's
0: killing mosquitoes with a sledgehammer, right? He could have hit so many more targets besides Jetfire. How do you kill
1: mosquitoes? What, do you use Raid? I use a sledgehammer and a bazooka! <laughs> Kills bugs dead. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you, Paul. Just because nemesis breaker showed up do you think we'll see nemesis prime well yeah because i actually have nemesis prime written
0: down in my notes I just force a habit typing
1: it yeah well yeah you you actually said <laughs> nemesis prime It's what got me thinking because okay i don't think like we saw i'm making quote signs here nemesis prime in um in transformers prime but he was not like a real threat by any means it was kind of no. just like a a hack made, you know, version by, um, oh. uh, what was his name? Silas. Cyrus. Silas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ding, 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 ding. so I'd, I'd be interested if we see an actual evil version of Optimus, because I'll admit, I don't really know much about Nemesis Prime. He hasn't been in any of the media I've really watched or consumed. Hmm guess we'll have to wait and see we will uh will we find out in the next episode we do which is memory who knows but if you want to send a forgettable email you can email our show at transformers at gmail.com yeah make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app whatever it is you listen to us with whatever you listen to king t with and tell all your friends tell everybody you know you can tell them that they can find old episodes of the transformers nitpickers podcast show transformers nitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transforming see you later